Good morning, everyone. Welcome to this episode of Coffee with Jim and James. James, my brother, I, I'm telling you right now, when you mention freestyle, and then I hop on this Zoom call and I see you with a, a snazzy shirt, your hat. Oh, you know, well, not break, that kind of freestyle. Well, what? that's what I'm thinking. You heard of me in the 1981 Chicago freestyle event, right? Oh, wow. Are we talking dance moves or? Oh, I was thinking like gangster rap freestyles no jimmy we've done these before uh just one actually uh we got our feet wet i think a couple of months ago i don't even think we did one last month uh it's not something that we're holding our feet to the fire at all on uh but when it makes sense it's a great way to kind of pick up the loose ends and you know uh cover a lot of ground in an episode so i think that's that's the plan today yeah i even yeah. got a cheat sheet note sheet over here so when i look over over here don't judge me yep and and for all of our viewers again just to connect the dots we wanted to get on and talk about the industry right now talk about what's going on now as well as going forward for the short-term future the next you know two three four months give everybody some updates let's uh you know continue to connect the dots and uh, and talk about some great things that are going on so yeah, for sure and you mentioned the shirt you're, you're dead on anytime we do these kind of looser ones um, I feel obligated to like just hang out, you know, wear my comfy clothes. I used to wear hoodies, but it's 157 degrees here in Texas today. So, so hoodies are out uh, this season. Uh, but yeah, so man, we're laid back. If I cruise back in my chair a little bit, so you know what's up. I have my casual white shirt on today. I, oh, I nice. only have 17 different white shirts and this is my casual one. It's like your favorite one though. You know, it's, you know. It's good. So let's get started. Let's bring let's people. Do it. Yeah, Jimmy, I, I want you to start. There's actually a really exciting project that you've been working yeah. on. We kind of hinted on it the last time on our freestyle uh, and maybe even a couple of times in between. But uh, Jimmy, you have been working on a project. I mean, honestly, at this point, probably two, two and a half years, yep. you know, actually putting, you know, pen to paper, whatever you want to call it uh, for those times. But, you know, probably in your head, even before that. And that's a long time for a project, but yeah. I hear that we're really, really close, if not there, to uh, letting the cat out of the bag. So, Jimmy, I'll, I'm just going to let you run with it because it's your baby. Well, I appreciate that. And it's been it's been a uh, quite a journey. And, and just to bring everybody up to speed real briefly, everybody knows that we do a lot in the OQ, operator qualification world, right? Yep, and that world has been in place for about two decades now. And through just my industry knowledge and being married to a, a 23 year veteran of the pipeline industry subject matter expert world. Who, who's that? That would happen to be Tammy Bomia from Clock Spring NRI. Shout out. Shout out. Hey, Tammy. She's going to hit me. When she she loves it. You said whoop, whoop. Like, I mean, it's a freestyle. <laughs> too, freestyle. So that's fine. That's, that's probably oh, fine. So much trouble. But, uh, it, it, you know, just being in the, you know, in the same environment and hearing some of the uh, things that they go through on their side in the certification world. Right. And, and it kept, you know, my mind kept going, I'm like certification, you know, qualification. And I kept learning more and more that in, in the pipeline, utility, municipality, oil and gas world, there's certifications. 
and those run, I would say, almost synergetic or parallel to qualifications where people are doing projects on pipelines or on grids or whatever the case is, and they are certified by the manufacturer. So a manufacturer has a process, and if these people want to apply a everything from a composite wrap to maybe it's a fusion machine or whatever, those people that are going to use that product and or that process need to become certified. Right. My world like expanded. I'm like, this is a big deal. This is as big a deal, if not bigger than qualifications. Because one thing, James, that as you know, that I've been harping or not harping on is the right word, but really touting is that qualifications are in the United States, right? We talk about regulations. And certifications also are now being looked at by regulators as saying, wait a minute, not just saying that you're certified, but prove to me that you're certified, one. And when you think about it, certifications, they don't know borders. So all of a sudden, somebody that is doing a a process and they need to be certified, um, I I know just recently, Clockspring NRI has been, they have people in England. One of their people was down in um, Gabon, Africa, doing certifications. I saw the pictures. I saw some of the pictures. I I cannot share them. They may or may not exist, but... I did see that. We won't confirm or deny. But anyways, it it immediately took, you know, it really helps people like Clockspring NRI to certify people throughout the world using the EWN platform so they can do things Mm -hmm. mobily and so they can track it easily. Uh, The days of Excel spreadsheets for Clockspring NRI are tossed out the window. And it really will help them and will help us. I mean, all of a sudden we have a global footprint. We're dealing with uh, Malaysia, Indonesia, uh, Western Europe, Africa, uh, the Americas. And so it's an exciting process, James. And I'm, I'm glad that it's, you know, the fruits of the labor are coming to, uh, uh, out to the, to the world right now. So it's a great time today to talk about that. So if anybody is interested, yeah. you know how to get a hold of me, uh, I would say right now I'd be the point person for this. And, no and if you don't reach out to me, there's a good chance I'm going to be reaching out to you. Hey, now, yeah. Jimmy, I, I, I've been close in proximity to this project, so I've seen it a lot. Um, yep. And and my for those that are more affected by OQ, you know, our, our U.S. counterparts and clients yep. and prospects, um, with the push towards really company specific training, right? Yep. You hear custom, custom sounds expensive, uh, but company specific, right? So it's one thing to get qualified on a task for corrosion you know of, of steel pipe or something right but it's a whole nother to be certified by the manufacturer and qualified right i mean it's it's bringing that bar up we talked about raising the bar for a long time uh this is another effort to do just that and you know whether you're, jimmy you can answer this but whether you're a manufacturer or an operator or contractor, there's huge benefits for this. Am I wrong? No, I mean, it doesn't matter where you sit. We're no. all going to benefit from it. We're all going to benefit. We're all going to be safer because when you think about it, an operator can go into the EWN system and check a uh, contractor's or their own people's qualifications and in the same breath, check their certifications and make sure that everything is you know, up to par. And again, when you look at the core of everything that we do in the industry being, let's make the world a, a, a better and safer, safer place, place yeah. to work and to be and to live. 
this is absolutely at the cornerstone. So I am, uh, as you know, I've been a, a champion behind it for quite some time. And I am, to say that I'm excited about it and how it's going to positively affect our industry, I am, I am very excited. So, yeah. That's yeah. great. Cool, man. Well, congrats, number one, for, for getting it to here. I know, I know what it takes behind the scenes and the long nights and early mornings to make it happen. Um, well, and we have and to- I've seen it personally, and I, I know we're still in that process, not like we're done or, or you know, live, but um, we're, we're very, very close to uh, yep. taking a breath, right? That's yep. awesome. Cool. Absolutely. Well, Jimmy, another exciting thing this week is, uh, all right, so full disclosure, we're recording this one on uh, July 7th. Yep. So this week, uh, we had a big group travel out to Minga. Uh, we've got great friends over at Minga. Yep. Um, Mississippi and, Natural Gas Association. Yeah. Led by Sherelle, who's been at the helm for many years. They're there. They're having fun. Yeah. Orange Beach. Orange Beach, man. Tough life. Uh, we've got four or five people out there. Greg, Brianna, Corey, Heather. We've got um, several out there participating. Super excited to get back out. Um I think this is Greg's actually second show. I thought he went to Minga earlier in the year. Um, he went to Mississippi. Uh, mm. I'll just say that. I, I believe it was Minga. But for a lot of people, Jimmy, this is one thing that I was thinking about this morning when I, when I was looking at the event calendar was, I bet for a lot of people, this might be the first time they've traveled out since 2019 because the pandemic halted it so early in 2020 that, you know, our season really runs from about end of february early march to you know yeah right and so um a lot of people never came out to play in 2019 you know they didn't have that option we'd already shut down by then and so think about that you know and and we're not even in that bucket yet i haven't traveled out to a conference yet i don't know about you but my first one alabama uh yeah that's right two weeks ago um so for me you know i'm i'm still a little ways out from being out there, but wow, isn't that wild to think about that, that as an industry to be, you know, shut down and, and trying to figure it all out. So what an exciting event it, for some people. Yeah. It, it's really, it's great to see it coming back. I'll tell you, for me, you know how much I, I travel or have traveled and I felt like a newbie, like, well, how do I get on a plane? Where do I, you know, what, how does the hotel key work? You know, all those, you know, I mean, I'm being facetious. Yeah, right, right, right. It's but like, it is funny know. traveling again. We've joked about that is how bad we've got it traveling, especially when you think back, of, let's say when you were in your prime of 2019, right? Right. Like you were in uh, September or uh, yeah, September of 2019. You didn't even think about traveling. You know, no, you just September. booked rental cars. You you know, one morning you'd wake up, book all your travel and, um, just, you know, you knew how to pack, you knew how to function in the airport, and, you know, yeah. here, here, here. I mean, it was now it takes me 30 minutes to go to town, you know, and I say go to town because I live out in the country. Yeah, no, it, 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 it's, it's interesting. And it was, I'll, I'll tell you just real quick, just the first day seeing people was like, do we shake hands? Do we hug? Yeah. Do we, hug? Do we you what know, are we doing here? Right. And then things got better and people are still very cautious and they're taking precautions and the whole bit. Mm-hmm. But uh, by the end of the conference, people wish the conference wasn't ending because at yeah. that point, everybody was like, 
okay, we're all back together. We've seen, talked to everybody on phone, Zoom calls and such. But uh, I, I tell you, I'm excited for the fall. We got some big things. Holy cow. Do we have big some big thing. stuff? I mean. Um, Every two years, you know, a, a little show pops up. What's that one called? What what is it? The one every two years that has ex- exhibit hall to it? AG American Gas yeah. Association. Sure. So for those that don't know, the biennial trade show or exhibit uh, is this year for AGA, which feels well timed as the coming coming out party for the industry, yeah. I think. Uh, not to mention it's in you know Kissimmee, Orlando. Um, so it's going to be a, a big deal. You know, yeah. it's a big deal every two years anyway, but this year especially. Yeah. Um, been working with them and, and um, trying to figure out exactly what we're going to do. We're, we're working through our plan for AGA, but I know one thing for sure. Let it and out. Me, we've, we've joked about uh, AGA having kind of a meta schedule for us, a schedule within a schedule. Uh, so for Coffee with Jim and James, EWN has a booth, Energy Woman has a booth, uh, 400 square foot booth. So we got a good fr- footprint. But on the back side of that, or on one side of the uh, booth, we're actually going to set up Coffee with Jim and James. Yes. Uh, probably one the main day, there's really just one big day at AGA Comparative. Um, and so our plan is to have live Coffee with Jim and James going at least in the morning slot, maybe through lunch. We're going to have coffee at the at the booth and, and yep. bring folks on live and we're excited about that um and then what else jimmy we've already heard other people pulling us in as well that hints the schedule within the schedule well yes you know our good friends at connections for life the upsco boys as we like to call them the three stooges you know joe chad ted they're going to be doing something similar at their booth Mm -hmm. and you know we just had a a series of meetings with them and then i i every time we get together with the guys they're like us and them they're like how much more can we do? What can we do together? Right, 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 right. What can we do? So we're going to be tag teaming off the Connections for Life. They have a booth mm-hmm. also. Um, so maybe going back and forth between the booths. Um, I know our friends, John Smith and mm-hmm. all at Hydromax are very excited. Hydromax USA are going to be there. And they yeah. want us to do something with them. So all of a yeah. sudden, it's, it's growing and growing. Yeah. We, might, we might have to... You, spread that day might it might even go a week it might be tearing down aga and we might still be uh going live right doing a freestyle from there um yeah it's it's something it's interesting to think of our industry and you know what what the big booths look like and what it was and i'm wondering how many will see how many podcasts or recordings we'll see at people's booths this year because uh, there's, you know, there's quite a quite a big buzz going around the industry, and I think um, it's it's some a new wrinkle we can bring to it. Um, and then SGA Natural yep. Gas Connects coming up, and is that one? Is it is it Charlotte? Yeah, that's in Charlotte. Charlotte. Yep, down Charlotte. Yep. And uh, honestly, we're thinking about doing a very similar setup there at SGA as well. We're going to work through that. Um, we're getting down to where we're about to make all these decisions, so. Um, plan to do the same thing there, but but there's actually a cooler part that SGA's ask. Uh, if you were a part of Natural Gas Connect last year, you probably saw that Jim and myself and Upsco, um, Chad and Joe and Ted, all combined to really do a game show, and we did it online, and it was a lot of fun, a lot of prizes. We had a good time. 
We've done something similar with PGA two years in a row now. Mm-hmm. But SGAs, we were going to do it virtually for this management conference that just ended. But they said, what do you think about coming out and doing it live at Natural Gas Connect? And so we'll see if that works out. I believe it is. I think yeah. it's going to be a ton of fun. If so I think we work it into the reception or something that brings some life to that and really just have a blast doing it. Um, we had a fun time on TGA. I know we talked about that on our last freestyle that, that we you know, were getting close to that. It really was a ton of fun and laughs. And, and for an industry that you know, has been cooped up in a house for this long now and, and at home, I think yeah. it's very refreshing yep. to just laugh with your friends and get some free stuff. And I mean, the game is totally ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, I think that's what we're going to call it, but it, totally it's ridiculous. Yeah, I, I mean, because it, it is, um, it, but it's a ton of fun, and man, we need it. Yeah, you know, we, we just do. We, we need do. it. So we're teaming up with with Upsco there as well. I think. Yes, um, we are. So yep. some big stuff. We also got APGA coming up. I think at the end of this month, um, we got some folks traveling out to that. I think Greg and Scott are doing that from the brand side. Uh, big supporters of APGA, our friends over there. We've seen them on on the show, Aaron Stewart, and others over there. So, um, lots of lots of movement. It's exciting. October is going to be wild. Well, we it, get to. it is going to be wild, and and that's an exciting thing. And I think this is a proof of the pudding that the the hybrid world is here. Um, so, besides doing some of the live things, we're still doing as much as we can in the podcast format, or even yep. over on the LinkedIn Live, you know, with Jim Kunkel, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Connections for Life, you know, is doing LinkedIn Live. So yeah. I, I, we're, we're really weaving this thread through the in-person as well as the virtual world because the, the feedback has been so overwhelmingly, you know, positive and just the thank yous that we get, you know, yeah, I, I, sure. I, I still get them all the time, you know, thanks for doing this. It, it let me escape for a half hour and, and catch some information, but that's exciting. Yeah. And oh, you and I have been kind of debating LinkedIn live and whether it's the right space for us. And I don't know that we know that answer yet. Yep. I mean, we're applying and, and, you know, probably going to do it to at least try it out or use it. My thinking is it'd be really cool if we had LinkedIn live when we do start going out in the industry again, because Imagine being able to walk through the exhibit hall or, or share, you know, uh, a message or something and being able to share that to folks that are not able to travel out because that's, you know, that's the touch point I don't want to lose as we head back out. And I've said it again, and you said it too, Jimmy, but I want, I don't want all these people that got to benefit from the professional development side and the industry learning side because we were in a virtual world and then now we go back live and you know what, that guy, that guy, that's a, a level one, you know, compliance guy, at whatever fill in the blank operator yep. isn't going to get that opportunity. And we know that. And so if we rip the virtual legs out from under this thing, I think we're shooting ourselves in the foot, right? Because man, our industry has grown so big. Remember that we did the TGA event. And one of the questions we asked was, how long have you been in the industry? Yeah, that was a good and one. So someone rolled in. I think they'd been in 37 years or something. Right. It was pretty impressive. It's under 40. But before, before the game show, we had talked and said, we're going to give a prize out to 
the one that's been there the longest, and then the one that's been there the shortest. We had someone on that had been in the industry for four weeks. Now, unless you're a salesperson working for a vendor or, you know, something like that, you're not going to make it out to a show in four weeks. It ain't happening. You're probably not even through onboarding. But smart companies are seeing just how much exposure that folks are getting during this time and capitalizing off of that. And man, I just hope we don't lose that. And so whether it's through the podcast, whether it's LinkedIn Live, whether it's by proxy, whatever way we can do it. And I pray, I just pray that some of the bigger associations realize how streaming some of this stuff and, and making a hybrid approach to these conferences has got to be our, our way of the future. Yeah. Um, and we can't lose them. We've, we've gained wow. so many and people are like, piss everybody right. off that just got to do all that all year long. And they're going to be like, yeah. go to another industry, you know? So we definitely don't want that to happen. But so if LinkedIn live is something that we feel like can bring value to the industry, we'll definitely do that. Uh, we appreciate the upskill guys and Conco over there to build out, uh, paving the way and showing us how yeah. uh, it can be done and done successfully. But honestly, for us, we, we have to keep up this pace too. We have to, you know, we've made a lot of changes to the show to keep it sustainable. And LinkedIn Live adds a layer that we're not sure yet that the investment's there. And it's not, it's not, it, and that's just ours because me and you are the one doing this and we're yeah. really busy. Uh, yeah. Everybody that does it says it's, you know, it's work. And so yeah. for us, we just got to kind of weigh it out and decide if it makes sense for us. And right now, Man, I'm just happy to be on talking about it and getting to hang out with my friends. And for now, I'll take that all day long. Absolutely. But that synergy that you talked about earlier, Jimmy, that's something that excites me and has really helped me through this pandemic is having these shows that that you would think almost like competition or competitor shows. But I mean, (laughs) there's no time slots, you know, we're not prime time. People watch this crap at two in the morning or two in the yeah. afternoon. It doesn't matter. Right. So we're not competing. And so when we really embrace that abundance mentality and said, how can we stand each other up? How can we, you know, what are y'all struggling with? What, here's what we're struggling with. And how can we turn these into opportunities? It's been really cool to have a group synergized around that. That is almost a support group, you know? Oh, hundred percent. And it, and it's really helped because they bounce a few ideas off us and we're like, that's a great idea. And, and yeah. to your point, I, I, I have to stress it too. There's absolutely zero competition. We want their yeah. show and they we want- We hang out. Like we get on Zoom calls and just talk yeah. about how to make our shows better, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's a safe group uh, because we're all trying to be better, right? I mean, we're not just putting out something and put something out. So no. uh, that's been awesome vibe with that group. And, um, yeah. you know, we have an email chain that kind of just floats around. It seems like all the time and all of us are, are active on LinkedIn and, and there's a bigger group even beyond who we're mentioning, but uh, very thankful for them. They've been a, a highlight to this last 18 months, really. hundred percent. Absolutely. hundred percent. And it's been, it's been a hard 18 months, James. I mean, it, it's been, you know, you and I have talked a lot about this and, you know, we talk about, you know, talking with the guys and it, it helps the D take away the stress a little bit, but really it's decompress. decompressing because it, you know, it's, it's, it's been a hard 18 months and, and, and when you're working from home all the time, the blurred lines, when does work 
work stop and personal start. So let's. So how was how was your Fourth of July weekend? Uh, it, it was. Well, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's good, but you know what I mean. Like when when it's blurred like that, it's like, well, I woke up Friday and worked. I was off, but. Yeah, well, you know. I told you I was going to email you about something, and I realized it was July Fourth of July. Like, nope, I'm not going to email you today. You know, that's a that's a bad thing. So I, I think uh, one thing that we should promote and tell people that they really need to uh, look at is, you know, if they're able, if they're willing, if they have the, the ways and means to go on a vacation. I know that I'm, I'm uh, going to be at a cabin isolated in the Blue Ridge Mountains of Georgia decompressing. And I hope yeah. no cell service there. And I hope, <laughs> you know, if I have to get water from the stream, Let's boil it first. But I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm really to the point. And I think, you know, uh, also Tam, you know, she works 80, 90 hours a week because there's blurred lines. And it's like, we, you know, we need to get away. We need to decompress. So I, I think that's an important thing. I hear you. Sharpen the saw, right? I mean, we Seven habits. had a whole whole episode about it. In fact, it, it spirited, I mean, the, really the series that we put out, but sharpen the saw. If you're not doing it, especially during these times, oh. I tell you it weighs heavy. Um, I'm I'm also taking a trip. Funny enough, uh, to to uh, Florida, um, and uh, not to Jimmy's house. I swear. Can't wait to have you. Which be weird if we're in the same box, huh? Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're we're gonna get away. Kind of the same. Uh, we need some beach in our life. Um, it's been Absolutely. a long time since we've sat on a beach. Um, again. Hopefully everybody has a chance and they're able can do it safely, um, both mentally and physically, but um, very vital, man. You got to remember why you do this stuff. And I think yeah. over the pandemic, I hope people realize a little bit more why we do this stuff that we do. Yeah. Um, and I think we've had a clear picture of the business side of why we do things over the last 18 months, but it maybe is, you know, unearth some things, you know, personally that, that some of us need to work through. So uh, I think we've done a, a decent job. We can do better, and I, I hope we will. Uh, this past 18 months of helping people, you know, get the message out about mental health, really, right? I mean, yeah. that that's yeah. really what we're talking about when we say sharpen the saw at the base of it. It's, it's for your mental health. And then as we, you know, think about the pandemic and, you know, for some people, Maybe the first time that that if you think about Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Some of the first time some people have maybe ever dealt with that, you know, uh, generations that didn't go to war or yeah. didn't have, you know, those those events where you scared the life out of you, right? That for the first time they're experiencing that. And that's a tough thing to process and work through. And when you have little ones and spouses and parents and grandparents and all the things that you have to factor into that it, it stacks heavy right neighbors friends industry industry that, right? I, I mean I go down the list you know which jimmy kind of leads to really the capstone i guess to this freestyle episode and yep. we um when did we when would we have started seven habits oh. probably a year ago well no nah, it probably was less than that. eight months ago ten months ago we actually did an episode on sharpen the saw. Yep. And it came honestly at the time because I was struggling at that point mentally and 
you know, really kind of brought it up to you and you were like, man, people need to hear this message. Yeah. And so we just kind of went for it and threw that out there. And then we got so much great feedback on the seven habits that we decided to turn it. I mean, yeah, the best that was, uh, I don't even know why we make other shows, you know, we should just read books, I guess, but, um, but so much awesome feedback from that, that we decided, you know, what, let's, let's make it a little series within. And so we did all the seven habits. And I think a couple of weeks ago, we recorded the final yep, um, episode of that, which should be airing soon. Uh, I don't think I've missed it yet. Sorry if I did. Um, I don't watch my own stuff anymore. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so once that's wrapped, we, we really were trying to think what's our next like series, mini series within the episodes. And we talked a lot and about different books and things we can bring to people's attention. And, and we plan to continue to do that. I mean, I think book studies are awesome, but I think we'll probably do an episode on a book, you know, and then an episode on another book. Seven habits is just a different animal where you, you have the opportunity to do seven episodes. Why not? Right. Um, so those will probably happen, but behind it all, we think a mental health series is probably the best answer right now. Now, now I, I agree with you. Now, a lot of people are probably saying, whoa, mental health series, this yeah. sounds deep, you know, Yeah. but it, 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 it can be deep, but it can also be very enlightening and very, um, you know, uh, bringing awareness to people, because I think what I'm learning by talking to you and talking to friends in the industry and family and all that, that people don't really realize it's easy. Like when you ever go to those classes and they say, okay, when you're under stress, you know, count to 10 and breathe in and out. And you're like in this class and environment where you're not stressed and you got it. But then when you're actually under stress, do you, do you remember that? And I think right now, a lot of people are going through a lot of just just mental, I'll call it anguish. Is that a good word or a mental? Yeah, I think that's fair. Turbulence, you know? Yeah, some of us, right? Yeah, and there's not a blanket, you know, that we can throw over it. And I think that's why it dictates it being a series is because there's multifacets. Yeah. Facets to it, right? Like if you deal with anxiety, that's totally different than depression. You know, but they can be commingled and and they can be a byproduct of each other. And so, you know, or, you know, whatever it is, right, ADD or or whatever it might be, just sharpening the saw, right, as simple as that is. Not saying we're going to have the repeat episode, but why, you know, why is it so important? And and then uh, what better what better group to bring it to you? You know, sometimes people, there's a stigma, you know, there has been, I think it's lifting more and more, but there's been a stigma for a long time, you know, with talking to a a shrink or a a psychologist or whatever. And we're trying to break a little bit of that. And part of it comes, I'll be really honest. I, in October of last year, assumed um, over, or assumed the role over HR as well, for those that don't know. And so for me, this is really a kind of a personal battle that I want to bring to our industry. I mean, I, I want to tackle it. I want to go after it because I think, you know, that might be part of the reason I'm here. And so I want to be sure that we're supporting people. And then we're also like just making a safe place. I don't care if people are messaging me. Yeah, I, like, I, I don't care one bit. 
I just want that to be an option. I yep. want to be able to provide people with resources that maybe they don't know is available. Yeah. Because sometimes that's the obvious thing you overlook, right? And there's yeah. ways that we can, we can bring this information out. And Jimmy, you and I bringing it, I think it's a little bit different than when you feel like an HR person's telling you or, you know, a, a, a medical professional. And listen, we're not giving medical advice during yeah. this series at all. First, uh, it's more of how, absolutely, how we work through it, how, what's worked for us and, and the stories that kind of get us there. So I personally, um, man, I'm telling you, I've, I've wanted to do this and now we have a platform and why not? Why not now, right? I think it's perfect timing, perfect storm for this discussion. And based on kind of the samples that we've thrown out and, the, you know, to see the bait that we've chummed the waters with a little bit, it seems like there's some legs with it. And uh, that tells me, again, our mission, Jimmy, if we can, you know, really touch one of those folks that are listening every episode, especially on this topic, you know, whether we're saving a mental breakdown or saving a life or whatever it might be. That's one, that's when that one makes all the difference. And, and, you know, my story and most of the people in the industry know it because I've gotten over the shame probably nine years and six months ago, but I celebrated my 10 year sobriety this year, July 10th. Mm -hmm. And uh, as everybody knows in the industry knows me, I, I, I just talk about it, you know, I'm, sure. I'm not one to be like, yeah. oh, I'm like, hey, yeah, I'm sober. Fake drinking, yeah. You know, and, and the amount of people that have known me over the last years and have reached out to me even just quietly just saying, hey, I've been struggling mm. with it during this time and you have any advice? And, you know, I, I'm not a doctor. I'm not that. I'm just a friend. I'm just a person mm. that's gone through it. And, and I think that's a subject too that uh, I'm very excited. Excited. Jimmy, what are, what are the stats on substance abuse? Well, that's, that's interesting because I actually volunteer at a recovery church and we're very interested in them, but the old stats pre COVID were one out of 11, one out of 10 Americans struggle with some sort of substance concern. And, you know, when when I say concern, that could be like, somebody says, I had three glasses of wine last night. I really didn't want to do that. I only wanted one, you know, all the way to somebody that could be a full you know, blown addict of some sort. And so there's concerns. And that was pre-COVID. We're thinking now those numbers just just at a grassroots level, we just know more people that are, you know, that had it in balance before and now the balance is out of whack. So think about that though. Just let's just go one you pick the you pick the one out of the 12 people that are in close proximity to you. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm saying which one do you want to wish that on? And, and I think all of us would go, whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I never would have thought that low. Because now we're probably under one in 10, you know, I would probably say. more like one in eight, one in nine. And if you, you are a smaller company that's got 20 or 30 employees, that's a big difference, right? I mean, you're looking at two to three people. And a lot of times, like I, you hide it because you're ashamed of it. And so you just muddle through the day and you sure. don't know that person is struggling. And, you know, next time you're at a meeting, you know, and there's 20 people there, you could say, I bet you there's two people here that are struggling with at something. At least. And that's in the, in the best case scenario, right? I mean, right. that's if the culture's good. Uh, it's a low stress job. It's a, uh, it's uh, you've got good hires. So imagine you have one bad hire in there 
Yeah. Or you have a string of bad hires in there. Or you have a bad manager yeah. bringing in bad people and managing people bad. You may have a whole department that that's affected majorly by it. And Jimmy, to go back to the bigger stats, and again, these are pre-COVID, I think uh, it's like 18.9. So I'll just round it up because I'm a marketer. 20% okay. of folks are dealing with mental health issues at the moment. And wow. something like 39 to, and I'll say again, 40% go untreated. So, so that means 10, you know, and probably now 10 to 15% of people in the workplace are struggling with mental health and are yeah. not getting help, whether it be from a stigma that, that is pre-existing or just being scared or not knowing how, sure. or not even knowing they have a problem. Yep. And if we can bring that to light and do it in a way that that people feel safe as we do it to uh you know reach out reach out to others and so forth i think that's an obligation i'm perfectly uh right. happy to to provide to folks right well, and i agree and i think you hit it you know self-awareness understanding yourself and then two that there isn't shame in it you know mm-hmm. i would say the only shame is you know keeping it inside and not letting people help you mm-hmm. want the help and jim you said something about which is essentially masking, right? And whether it's substance abuse or anxiety or depression or right. you know whatever, that's something that our like our minds naturally do, right? You don't want to show weakness to people. So in your right. mind, if anxiety or depression is is uh, or stress is a weakness, then you mask you mask that. And so what everyone sees every day is is totally different. But then when you get home and you collapse. Yeah. You know, that's when I, I just pray that episode hits the right hands um, and and or they see a LinkedIn post or, a, you know, an email from us and and can act on it. So, yep, it's, yep. it's probably a big ask for our industry. You know, when people probably watch them, they're going, wow, interesting how this will go. Yeah. But, but again, uh, I'm willing to take that chance. I'm willing to take it too, because as we say at the Recovery Church, and we meet every Tuesday night, as you know, um, if we can help one person, just one person, then we've all done our jobs. And that's what we really want to do, man. Just, just help people. You know, all yeah, we want. We want to help stand this industry back up. Um, we believe a lot of awesome work has been done, and like we said before, all the professional development that that this past eighteen months has given us. Yeah. Um, that's not going away. That's already deposited. Right. So our goal is to, okay, now this transition back is going to be tough. We know people are challenged right now uh, with mental health. And so bringing them along so that our industry, man, in two years can flex and, and use all that power that, that we stored up. And so, how are we going to do it? We're going to do it as an industry united, you know, absolutely. We cross those lines, meaning one company versus another company. No, no, let's break those. Let's, let's, you know, build those great people. Yeah. Yeah. There's way too many good that is in our industry that we can uh, help share that. James. So Jimmy, that that's the series, man. We're, we're hoping to bring that. What is it going to be? Do we have a name yet? No, we're, we're, we're struggling through that a little bit, doing a little, little work on that. Not struggling, but you know, we haven't, we haven't sat down a room. Yeah. But they but, would include health, hope, mental health, mental hope, you yeah. know, all those good things, right? Absolutely. I'm, I'm ready to get started. I think I think we could probably see it within the next month, roll yeah. out uh, the first yeah. one. And, um, 
we'll see how that goes and, and lay out the, the future episodes as well. James, I think we could keep talking for another couple hours, but we should probably bring it to a close. Um, otherwise, I don't think I don't think we have enough broad bandwidth. Oh, you see what I did there? Call back. That's an inside joke. Yeah. Uh, you know, we, I think it would only be fitting if you did that freestyle that you prepared for us. You mean this one? Oh, uh, yeah, sure. Freestyle dance. No, no. Freestyle dance us out. That's out. That's out. Anyways, let me let me wrap this freestyle event up with a freestyle uh, sign off. James, thank you so much for the time, brother. Every time we get together, I have to share with you. I get something out of it. It's not just it's us giving the message. Good for our mental health. Yeah, it absolutely is. And I I can't thank you enough for continuing to put up with me and all my uh, uh, wackiness. But you know, it's, sometimes it's that wackiness that we just need to do during the day just to let the stress out or whatever. So this is a a good thing. For all of our viewers, we want to thank you absolutely personally for viewing in, you know, uh, taking, a, taking the time to, you know, spend some time with us. We hope you got one thing out of today. And if you did, try to pass that on to somebody else because that's the most important thing. Let's just keep that pain of goodness going, passing it on. Multiplicity, right? Yeah. Absolutely. So until next time on Coffee with Jim and James. On behalf of James and I, we thank you very much. You all be safe. Have a great week, and we will see you next time. Take care. Bye-bye. Be brave. Oh, be brave is right. That's a good motto. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye, everybody.